0: Welcome back to Two Terrible Sports Analysts. I'm with Ashton as always. Hey guys, what's up? And let's get to rolling. Sorry for the delay on this episode, but we're traveling and everything else. We've already mentioned it on our Free Terrible Gamers podcast. So if you want to know the full reasoning, hop over there and listen to it. Try drag them over, and he was also supposed to do this before the World Series started. And it's already Astros are up three to two on it. So, what's your predictions, and who do you think is going to win at this point if it's different than what it was before?
1: So, you said they're up three to two right now, they're up three to two right now. Astros are well, that kind of debunks my prediction. My prediction was Phillies four to two. So um, then, I'll change my prediction to Phillies four to three. I still think the Phillies are going to win. Um, I just I believe in them. I'm in Pennsylvania right now, so let's get it done. I'm not a baseball fan, but I'm in Ph- I'm in Pennsylvania, so come on, Phillies, let's get it. Yeah, we're not really baseball people, but the World Series is always worth talking about. Right. Yeah. I mean, I don't mind watching the World Series games. Right, you get excited for a championship. may not watch any of the other games of the year, but you follow the championship, except for hockey. I don't follow them, even the championship.
0: We'll still cover it once it pops up again. We'll cover it. I just won't watch it. Yeah, I'm not really watching the baseball one either, and I've been a Phillies fan for a while. I knew you was. Yeah, my prediction and my prediction beforehand was the Astros was gonna win it. I wasn't fancy like Astros, I didn't choose okay. what game it was gonna be. But oh. I say since they're up three to two, I say they will probably tie things off tonight.
1: Okay. Well, well time speaking.
0: Obviously by the time you hear it it probably will already been over for a couple of days. But game six is what? Well, this one will go out uh, today. Yeah, it's either tonight or in an hour or two, but yeah, it's uh, definitely right now I say Astros are going to walk away with it, as bad as I hate to say it, but the Phillies were complete underdogs. I think they was AFC coming into the playoffs this year.
1: Well, they started out, they were winning the series, but then the
0: Astros came back and I meant the whole season. They start out as like the eighth seed.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. I meant the, the playoff. series, like the
0: World Series. Oh, yeah. In the series,
1: I think they was up to the two to zero. Yeah. Blow a two-o lead, which is, I mean, that's common in the sports world. When it gets up to 3 is whenever it's uncommon for the. to blow the lead, which it has happened
0: in the past, but it's it's not common uh, yeah but speaking of blowing leads Matt Ryan got benched <laughs> for the Colts Yeah, how do you feel about that situation and obviously he was the one that blew the 28 to free lead over New England that one year in the Super Bowl right so <clears throat> any player
1: that gets benched for lack of I don't want to say lack of but for inconsistent play, I guess. Um, I think they deserve to get benched. That the coach at that point knows that he has to make a decision to win ball games. So if he feels that the best decision to win ball games is to bench their one of their best players, then so be it. So if they're not helping them win ball games, they're help they're not helping them at all. So that's the whole point in sports is to win. So whatever it takes to win, coach has to make a decision. And he's, I mean, yeah, he's shocked, but I think he just has to embrace the role as the backup right now and prove to him that he deserves to get back in that starting line. And I know we've touched on it before, but it just seems like uh, a Russell Westbrook situation to me that Russ has recently been coming off the bench. So he has to, yeah, he's disappointed, but he needs to do the same, embrace it, and just come to play games every night as the, Sixth man, whatever it takes to win is how they should look at it.
0: Uh, yeah, I agree, but at the same time, Matt Ryan's a little bit older. He's been in the league a little bit longer. What Westbrook has been in the NBA, just because Matt Ryan is that right, but... he's not necessarily part of the same draft classes, but like within the two or three year span, you had quarterbacks like Big Ben, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning. Well, not Peyton, but Eli Manning, the whole shebang. You had that whole entire group of quarterbacks, Aaron Rodgers, and Matt Ryan was involved with all of them in the couple of years of them all getting drafted around the same time frame. So the guy's getting up there in age as well as everybody else.
1: Right. But the thing with Russ is he's playing like he's a 19-year vet or something.
0: Yeah. So the fact that he's still in the league, just like – I said about Rogers and Brady. Still, it's still amazing that he's still in the league. But it is, yeah. Think that their starter, their second string quarterback to start the season is better than him now.
1: Well, I mean, stuff. I mean, when you as you get older, obviously your body declines, your skill declines. It's sad to say, but that's just what happens. So, I mean, it's just life. It's Sad to say, but you got to deal with it, and you just got to eventually you're going to retire. I mean. You had your run. You had your time in the league. It's time to give it up to the younger guys sometimes. You think he'll retire after this year? If he doesn't get back in the starting lineup, yeah,
0: I think he will. All what right. do you think? Uh, yeah, I say because, I mean, the guy has Hall of Fame accolades. I mean, he's never, oh, yeah. won, a, he's no never won a championship, but the NFL don't make as – Hard of a time getting into the Hall of Fame than what the NBA does about championship winning. Right. But Well, the there, and there's 32 teams. So, yeah,
1: and there's 32 teams. Only one can win a championship. So, I mean, yeah, the NBA has 30, but, you know, 32 is more than 30. So And the way the NFL is, just talent shifts more from year to year than the NBA does. So, they look at more skills and – Personal milestones than the NBA does, I guess.
0: And you get less chances to make it to the championship in the NFL because you only play 16 games for a regular season. Right. Right. Instead of 82. Bad. And in, in your playoff series, you one and done. Yeah. NBA teams have at least seven four games. games to oh, I mean, themselves. four games. Yeah. But up to seven games. But, yeah, so it's harder to win in the NFL than what it is in the NBA, per se. Right. All oh, right. So, sticking with the NFL, and there's been a lot more games been being played over in Europe. Do you think we may as well just go ahead and add teams across seas? Um. So I've seen the game –
1: I'm guessing the game you were referring to was Tampa Bay versus the Seahawks on November 13th.
0: It was, and I think Minnesota and somebody else had played like the week prior. Oh, okay. But I think it's great
1: to expand the audience over there because the NBA does something similar like that to uh, China. But it's great to expand the audience, but they got to realize if they do add – say expansion teams or something over there then that's just going to make their guys travel a lot more they already travel the whole united states and that's a lot of travel in those guys but if they have to go completely overseas just to play say a one game night and then there's no way they could i don't know it's it's just that's a lot of traveling and players yeah it's not like the nba how they they can do back-to-backs but they play once a week typically the nfl does so it'd be easier but it'd still be a lot of travel on them.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. And, I mean, I'm all for the whole entire thing because, I mean, that is part of what they do is travel in the first place. And I don't think anyone ever went into the league and said, I don't want to travel at all. Right, right. It's usually not a big deal for them, but
1: it is a t- it takes a toll on the body and it's tiring to travel a lot.
0: Oh yeah, and I mean, I've flown once, and I got jet lag staying in the same time zone. So I can only imagine constantly switching time zones. Right. Yeah, I've been traveling across. I've never flown, but I don't want days. days. Yeah, you're. Because I think they're a little bit ahead of us, aren't they?
1: They are, um, depending on where. But like, say, uh, like I don't know, United Kingdom or something. They're like four hours ahead of us on the east end. Time
0: yeah but you think you take a western team like the any uh, right buddy in the wet in our uh Pacific like time the la teams, you know, rams they or something over to europe they're like an eight hour difference almost
1: yeah the la rams they're three hours behind us and if in europe they're four hours ahead of us in the east man that's for the west those west guys that's rough
0: yeah. So like I said, that's, I mean, it's not quite days. I mean, obviously there's only 24 hours in a day's time and, you know, I'm pretty sure every single time zone eventually equals out to, f- so I'm guessing if you're like at one end of the time zone and the other end of the time zone, you know, you can technically be almost a full day apart, but you know what I mean by that.
1: Right. Yeah. I mean, it's several hours anyway, and that's, that'd be rough, but I mean, yeah, they could do it. It'd be nice to see,
0: but like Because, I mean, the NBA already forced with that idea. I mean, granted, we're on the same technical continent, but, you know, with the Canadian teams.
1: Right, yeah. It's easier to go to Toronto, or, I mean, it used to be Vancouver, but Toronto now, it's easier to go to Toronto than it is, say, Ireland or something. That's true. It's a lot closer. Yeah, exactly. It's easier to just fly because Toronto is not far into Canada. It's just basically right across the border. So it's not like far, far into Canada. So it's easier to just get a flight there and flight out, If even if you have a back to back.
0: Yeah. Which NFL, usually the closest that they could play technically would be a Monday night game and a Thursday night game. But usually it's not like that. It's usually if they play Sunday, they can play Thursday maybe not playing until Sunday again, but usually that right. it for a bye week anyways.
1: Right. That's why I said it, it wouldn't be as hard on the NFL because they don't have back-to-backs like the NBA does, but it'd still be a lot of travel on those guys, just not as hard as it would be for the NBA or something.
0: Oh, yeah, because, I mean, shoot, there's some games in the NBA where a Western and an Eastern team will go play in each other, but they'll turn right back around and go play the same exact team at their team's stadium. Right, yeah. It's it's like L.A. and Boston. It's like, oh, okay, we're going over here to L.A. to play today, and tomorrow we're back over here in Boston playing the same exact
1: team. the same team. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy how they do that. <laughs> I mean, they try to limit nowadays in the NBA back-to-backs, but there's still several in the schedules. It's You can't – I mean, to fit it all into the specific time of the season, you're going to have to have back-to-backs. There's just no way around it unless you expand the season.
0: Yeah, and put gaps in between what it is. So, but at that point, having that many games, you would almost have to make it a year round thing.
1: Right. And I mean, I said either expand the season or, um, I didn't say that, but I meant expand the season or, um, turn down the, turn down the games instead of 82, maybe do 72, 62, something, you know, less games on the season. But, Nobody wants to see that. Nobody wants to see less NBA. So, I think the only way they do it is, is to expand that season. And like you said, at that point, might as well make it all year round.
0: Because there was a time where Adam Silver was trying to boost up more games, like add a few more games to the season.
1: Yeah. And uh, speaking of expansion teams, though, I seen that he was exploring the idea of getting a couple more expansion teams in the NBA. Now, what is it? Adam Silver was exploring the idea of opening up opportunities for a couple more expansion teams in the NBA.
0: Okay. Yeah. I mean, what you, they're at 30 now. I'd say yeah. probably 36 would probably be the maximum that would make sense. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We'd have 18 in each conference. Or shoot up uh, to 40 and make it 20 and 20.
1: They do expansion teams, they throw one in West Virginia.
0: And fix the conferences because, obviously, you got some Western teams that's technically East, and then you got, like, Memphis Grizzlies that's obviously in Tennessee, but they're a Western team because where they used to be, Vancouver.
1: Right. And, I mean, <clears throat> it used to be worse because I believe it was when the Miami Heat was first made when they were an expansion team. They were part of the Western Conference, but obviously in Miami, Florida. So that made their schedule very, very tough and a lot of travel on those guys because they were part of the Western Conference. At that
0: time. Yep. And like I said, I think that Memphis is basically doing the same thing now. They would get an easier, not necessarily an easier schedule, but less traveling if they was to be part of the Eastern Conference.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: Less, you know, less time zone changes anyways. Yeah. All right. Uh, Well, this has already passed two, and he's already uh <laughs> yeah. accomplished it yet again. We were behind. But I want to switch it up, switch the wording around. Bill Belichick has become the second most winning coach in NBA. I mean, not NBA, NFL. Uh, do you think he has the years left in him to make it to first place? How many games does he need? Thanks. think 40 more. 40 more. Yeah, Don Shaw holds the current record of three twenty-eight twenty eight with just regular season and then been combined with three forty-seven forty seven with uh playoffs. And Billichek has two ninety four regular season and three twenty-five twenty five with playoffs. So yeah, just that twenty two games. Twenty two. Twenty two. Um
1: I'd say it depends on how his Patriots do, because if I mean, right now they're four and four, and if they if they stay positive, I'll say if they win more games than they lose, yeah, because obviously they're sixteen, so they get you know at least a winning record, I think. I think he can. If they take a losing record every year, no, I don't
0: think so. He'll retire before he gets to I'm actually going to say because the guy is the coach version of what Brady was. That's why they worked so well together for when they was working together. So, I, and right. more people's – it's easier for him to grab people because he's been in coaching for so long than what it was for Brady to switch teams – for sure. So, Belichick, he only, I think throughout his whole entire coaching career, he's averaged a 12-4 and four regular season. That's his average. Maybe 11-5, but he yeah. still wins more than what he loses every single year. So, yet again, counting, even finishing out this season, if he was to go 8-8, eight and eight, he still wins four more games. So that knocks it down to 18 games. Guy's almost had a perfect season one time in his career. Granted, he's probably never going to come that close to it again. But, you know, I'm just saying in theory, he could have the record broken two more years. Yeah, you're right. Um, Two more years, not counting this year. So like two more seasons after this one. Yeah, the season's already yeah. halfway over.
1: And before we go on, I would say we're – we was going to talk about whether we thought he would become the second wing coach. Um, and obviously we talk, just talked about it. he did, but I said no, he wasn't. So I would have been wrong on that. I would have said that they would have lost to the Jets, but they did not. They beat the Jets 22 to 17.
0: It was a closer game than what I anticipated it to be, but it's the Jets. If you wish to the Jets, you just need to quit. Well, I mean, the Jets are
1: not bad this year. They're five and three.
0: All three teams need to quit. <laughs> you mean all five? Well, five teams. Yeah, five teams need to quit.
1: Well, I don't know. Those five teams were the Broncos, the Packers, the Dolphins, the Steelers, and the Browns. So, not the greatest teams, but, I mean, the Packers are, you know, they're hit and miss this year, it seems. The Steelers aren't doing real well. And I would say the Jets will lose their next game to the Bills. That's a prediction for me. Free topic there, I guess. It's not really a topic, but.
0: Just a quick discussion. Yeah. Alright, sticking with the NFL though, do you think they'll stick with the, uh, well, I, I guess there's been a debate going on, on obviously different fields, different teams have different types of fields, obviously, but I think everyone's trying to switch to just straight grass fields exclusively. How do you think that's going to plan out and what do you think the overall field should be, even if you think it should be turf or just a regular turf? Um
1: well turf is easier to keep up obviously uh it's easier to maintain you don't have to mow it i mean it's easier to just keep up the field that way but i think that actually playing because we me and you we have experience on playing on turf and grass and i just think playing on a grass field better
0: Inclement.
1: Yeah, we play with it too. But I just think playing on grass it's just that's you get the feeling that's how it's supposed to be played. so you just I don't know, uh, maybe that's just me. Maybe I just get a more personal feeling to the grass than other people do, but I just feel like that's how the game's supposed to be played is on grass, so and I think grass is it, I could be wrong, but I think grass is ultimately safer. Than turf, I guess, for the guys, you know. Let's right, so I think that they should go to grass fields exclusively. I think that this debate was making a lot of people mad, saying, "No, no, no, don't go to grass, stay with turf, whatever." But I think, um, yeah, I don't think it's that big of a deal. Just go to grass; it's safer. Yeah, you got to mow it. Yeah, you got to paint the field. Whatever, big deal. People done it for years before they went to turf, so I think grass would be the better
0: option. And you're an NFL team. You're just going to hire someone to do it, anyways. Right. You know the coaches aren't going to go out there and do it. The players. It's aren't not going like to go how it, it is, like at our high school, our coaches going out there motor yeah. every single week.
1: Right. And yeah, we've we've, we've motored. At least week. I have. I've motored. I've painted it, or helped do it rather. Not done the whole thing. You but. See, I've
0: helped. I've helped paint it. I haven't personally mowed but, yeah. So, like I said, it just comes down to one of those things of, like, okay, it's – again, we're talking about the NFL. We're not talking about some high school. It's, you know, they're going to be able to afford something right. to pay somebody to mow that grass, give that guy a championship ring when he when they win the Super Bowl that year. Yeah, that guy will
1: be happy. I don't care. I mean, he'll be able to say he gets to mow grass for an NFL team. That's a bragging right in itself. Hire somebody to do it. Give somebody that privilege.
0: Yeah, like I said, and as you said, turf. And that's that's pretty much the discussion, although it was more of the technical safety concern. But it's every player needs at least three different cleats is what they said because you never know what field you're going to – I mean, obviously they know what field they're going to be on, but it's just one of those things. They're just like us to an extent. So they don't want to go out and buy cleats for every single occasion. Right, exactly. I mean, even though they can afford yeah. it, but, you know, it's just one of those things that would be annoying to have that many pairs of shoes, well, cleats just for a one-off game.
1: Yeah, like we had against
0: um uh, Valley that one year. Because I remember us playing on turf fields. They would always have, like, a special turf cleat, and then we would be smart mm-hmm. to get in our tennis shoes.
1: Yeah, because cleats, you sliding all over that field. Especially when the dew set, it was hard. You could not
0: stand up. Yeah, it should definitely be, like you said, just switch to straight grass and everyone should have the same type of thing. That way, yeah, again, it goes down to the whole entire making an even playing field for everybody. If you make everything grass, I know there's different types of grasses and everything else, but yet again, it's the NFL, and I know different types of grasses can only live in certain environments. But at the same time, you guys should get the closest grass that you can get to every other team.
1: Yeah, I mean, that shouldn't be that hard. So do you feel my – do you share my love for grass, or is that just me that you'd rather play on a grass field?
0: I I do for an extent, but at the same time – I played with both type of fields flooded. It is nicer to play on a flooded turf field from what it is a flooded football field, like grass field. But yeah. at the same time, when it comes down to safety and everything else, I'm all for people being safe.
1: Right. Alright, you think we'll have time to knock out these last two? I don't know about
0: the last two. Maybe one. One. Ah, it may. They're relatively quick ones. Ain't we? we should be able to knock them out. Uh, Jalen Brown and Aaron Darnold left Donda Sports Management after them still being in association with Kanye do you think they made the right decisions with what's going on with those situations? So they
1: left because they were still in association with Kanye or because they were not anymore?
0: I believe they, Donda was the only, like after everything had happened, they was the only company that stuck with Kanye's side on that. Okay. Well, uh, in that case, I
1: think they did make the right decision if they did leave because they, They kept him because he should have been dropped from everything because, I mean, it's not okay to say anything about any type of certain people. So, I think Adidas, he lost a shoe deal with Adidas, I believe, and it was over that remark he made, so I think they made the right decision on, you know – taking away deal and Jalen Brown and Arnold, Aaron Donald did make the right decision to leave because they stuck by Kanye.
0: Yeah, it makes, I mean, like I said, I think they chose the right decision because it's not, I mean, obviously Kanye went against the Jewish community is what he pretty much done with his comment. And, I think Jalen Brown and Arnold Donald are huge on civil rights in today's time and standards. Right. And And even though it's the Jewish community and this is kind of a hard topic to step around without making it seem bad regardless, but I think Jalen Brown and Aaron Donald specifically are seeing the bigger picture with you can't do that well, I mean, obviously it's not right to do it to anybody. It don't matter your race, you know, status, whatever. But at the same time, I think Jalen and Arnold are, not Arnold, Aaron, just mixed the two names together. <laughs> uh, but I think they're seeing the bigger picture of, okay, it's just not the community that they're trying to, associate with but it's the whole entire general world needs to come together as one and just not one specific group versus the other
1: right and that's how it should be i mean you're never going to get everybody to like each other or agree with each other but it's good to have some people that believe that you can and i think you should strive to do that to get along with everybody no matter who they are how they are whatever Doesn't matter the color or skin, just matters personality and everything or
0: religion or anything like that. yeah, all right. now that my heart's heart rates up we talking about that topic uh <laughs> <laughs> Thompson versus Booker, which yet again happened last week, so how'd your feelings on that altercation? Well, saying. Clay
1: was ejected after two technicals and Booker got attacked because of one of the exchanges. Um, I like the competitive competitiveness, but there's lately the past I don't know four or five years in the NBA, there's been a lot more fights than there used to be. So, I like, like I said, I like the competitiveness, and I know people are going trash talk, that's part of the game, but sometimes it goes too far. I would say
0: there's more jabber jaw than what there used to be, because if you're trying to compare it to an 80s or 90s NBA with fights, you're definitely way off on that. Well, I mean, yeah, uh, because of stuff like that,
1: I mean, most of the time it or wasn't being
0: called more.
1: It's, it may be getting called, but, but I'm saying like back in the 80s and 90s, they got into fights mostly because of something that happened in the game, not necessarily trash talk. Because generally back then, trash talk, they just took that to heart so they started playing better. They took put that in their game, not put it on their sleeve and started crying about it and getting fights over it is what I'm saying. Just the times are different, the way they react to the trash talk. It makes them mad so they start fighting over that instead of putting it in their game. Gotcha.
0: My little thing was, I mean, Booker said this himself. He's just like, you know, the guy used to be an icon, and now, you know, it's a rival situation, especially since, you know, they're playing against each other more. The Suns started they're saying, Sons The Suns are doing something, so therefore they're playing more in the playoffs, the whole nine yards. So therefore they're seeing – Right. They're in the same conference, and then they're seeing each other more come in, in the season. So, I mean, obviously tensions are going to build – with everything else but obviously if they're both smart they're going to learn to keep it shut and like you said just transparent to their game in the future right. All right i believe that is all the time we got for this one and all the topics sure is until we record our next one in like literally two seconds but you guys still won't see that one until tuesday <laughs> Right, so tune back in for episode ten when it comes out and gets released. whatever Tuesday's date is,
1: eighth. We talked about the eighth.
0: Got anything you want to tell them by for Ashton?
1: Well, just if you haven't already, give us a listen on our uh, gaming podcast, Three Trouble Gamers, and you know just follow our youtube it's under the three terrible gamers but we do post these sports podcast episodes on there as well and just keep listening it helps us out we appreciate
0: it all right later guys